So today we're talking about, uh, we're giving a bit of an interactive guide to selecting uh, various different approaches to uh, growth internationally through test center networks and remote proctoring is the main topics. I'm joined by uh, Kerry Harper uh, from our test delivery services team and Sam Ray. Mm. Uh, both, um, Kerry, you've, you've been working for BTL how long now? Um, over a year now. Okay, so you, you've kind of well embedded in this. Oh, absolutely. So you're no absolutely. Can't blame that newbie. <laughs> Uh, you've got a, a substantial background in test centre activity, haven't you? You've been working in various different areas of this. Yeah, from from um, being actually as part of a test centre, invigilating in a test centre, and also from the sort of awarding body customer side, um, using Surpass as well. Excellent. And Sam, likewise, you've mm -hmm. been with us for a few years, haven't you? Just over three. Excellent. And yeah. you you came from one of our partners. I yes, think, from one of our suppliers. So I managed the um, uh, supply network for, for that supplier, sort of managing that BTL exams. So I had quite a lot of knowledge before I joined BTL. Yeah. So, so you, both of you have got experience both from working within BTL and also from working with surpasses as kind of the wider uh, activity. Mm -hmm. um, now we are talking about uh, test center networks, online invigilation, paper-based testing. Um, if you, we were kind of intrigued, you know, this is an interactive event, so feel free to um, ask questions. So are you delivering tests globally? Where are you delivering them? Are you delivering them to particular providers? Are you managing that yourself? Tell us, you know, there's a chat option uh, by the side of the view. Uh, get, you know, get telling us. Um, the other thing that I'm really intrigued to know is that we, um, we, we talk about online invigilation because um, we, we try to be very British about it, but mm. obviously there is remote proctoring and people also then blend those up. So I like a little bit of a straw poll today. Um, what's your preference? Do you prefer online invigilation, remote proctoring, remote invigilation, uh, online proctoring maybe, you know, or any, anything else? Do you just call it something else? Uh, so do let us know. Um, and if you've got any other questions as part of this, you know, this is your opportunity to uh, to quiz uh, the guys. I'll be quizzing them. Um, so <laughs> don't, you know, don't just leave it to me. So first of all, then, we're going to talk about the test delivery services. So that's the kind of all-encompassing group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What is it? Yep. What's, what's your offer? I, th I think the key thing is, is that we provide customers with um, tailor-made solutions to suit their business needs. So whether that's providing access to a global test center network or obviously um, a secure online invigilation service, service. I think the key thing we've recognized is that Organisations want a secure environment, however it's offered, mm. um, and with the correct facilities and processes, um, because ultimately the key is to ensure that the candidates have a very smooth exam experience. And it's important for that candidate, isn't it? Because we, you know, we, we'd spend a lot of time creating the best technological experience for the candidate, yep. but the environment in which they take the examination needs to be yeah. you know, a, a rock-solid um, yeah award-winning environment really mm. award-winning <laughs> that's something yeah. we should look out for <laughs> and we have to make sure the operational processes are in place that mm. ensures that smooth delivery for them yeah okay absolutely. so we do a blend of mix um so we've got people who are taking tests in a physical center mm -hmm. network and mm -hmm. then we've got yeah. the online um invigilation approach just talk me through the kind of differences between those two what, what, what are the different client requirements in that um, I think um, when it comes to um, the, the test centre um, management, I mean, at the moment currently where we do sort of the full preparation for exam day, um, mm. it's session-based exams at the mm. moment with regards to, um, and high-stake exams with the test centres. I think um, 
by offering our managed service for that, then, you know, there's an awful lot involved, not just the exam itself. Mm. It, it's the booking, the planning, mm. um, well in advance of all the um, exam series, really. So, And our scale has grown considerably on this, haven't it? So totally, the team that's yeah. supporting that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just talk me through that. Um, I, the team started as two people, well, one person, then two people. Mm. Um, and now we are a team of five. Um, we've brought in some very experienced people that can either that cover obviously key parties administration. So um, we've got team members that just focus on the daily admin and exam day admin. Um, obviously, Sam's managing the actual delivery service itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and when we have a member of the team that's very much focused on. Um, supplier relationship as well mm. um, for all our test centres. So making sure that we are. Um, you know, covering all their needs as well as the customers as well. And we can spin up, you know, more people to support as part of the, the, the remote proctoring side of things. Yes. So, yeah. so yeah. we have a team sort of for support in terms of, um, well, we'll get to this um, later, but reviewing the exams and sort of invigilating um, live and sort of record and review versions. Um, so, yeah, we have a team sort of on sort of temporary basis that we have Mm. each exam session with the current customers that we have on board. Because it's, it's like anything with examinations throughout the year, there's peaks and troughs, aren't there? So, um, you know, we've, we've grown that core unit and we're, 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 we are able to add to that when we need to, aren't we? So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's although it's getting less and less sort of troughs. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. It's becoming more and more steady as she goes, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. So tell me more about the test centre network then, well, yeah, the actual kind of physical network. What kind of locations are we, are we talking about? Well, we are global, um, so we can uh, we have test centres now that range from Kathmandu, Myanmar, um, Abu Dhabi, yeah. um, Dubai, um, Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> so as you can see um, uh, on the map there, that it does that there are available test centres. So globally, you know, it does cover many many regions um and um uk based as well we cover all the main cities um in in the uk large towns but i think it's quite interesting that um our capacity can range from a small center of four Mm. um to a a large center of 150 plus so it's really helping to cater for the candidates as well Mm. um um, who might be in more remote remote places there might be some people out there already have some form of network, but there's areas that they want to reach that they just don't have an established. Yeah. You'd be more than happy to chat with them about the idea of co-supporting their existing uh, Absolutely, setup, yeah. And, you know, as an addition to test centre, if you have candidates that are in a remote area that, you know, over an hour plus to get to a nearest physical centre, you know, that, that addition there is for online invigilation. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. we can discuss that. Definitely. There was a, we did an article recently about clustering of, of uh, kind of areas. So, you know, the idea that you, you might set up within a particular town and that will be a hub for a, a town or city within a particular country. But there's going to be people who are unable to, to travel in. So mm-hmm. blending the idea of the, the, the physical network mm-hmm. and the, the on uh, remote for those that are too disconnected from that kind of hub, the city hub, is, is a good approach, isn't it? Absolutely. So, so there's plenty yeah. of opportunities to, to, to do that. Um, so let's talk a bit more detail then about, uh, we've got some facts here about the, the centre network. So, um, you know, centres in over 100 countries, uh, nearly 300 audited centres. So what do we mean by audited centres? What does that 
Um, well, I think the key thing is, is um, obviously standards need to be met and quality is very important. So for all of our actual test centres, um, a physical okay. visit. Yeah, so we undertake sort of in the UK, um, we personally go do that, um, undertake facilities audit to make sure they meet standards for JCQ, which is our sort of basic parent. We have our own standards too, mm. um, sort of compliance as well, security, um, physical security, um, we don't want any random person walking on an exam day yeah. yes. to make sure those are in place. Um, so we also do, in addition to a physical audit, um, a technical requirement audit. Yeah. So that's to make sure all the machines, either a PC or laptop, meets the minimum requirements to run surpass secure yeah. client. Mm -hmm. And the screens, I know we talked about this before, but you know the, the screens and barriers and you've mm -hmm. got a kit that can be provided to uh, anyone who... Yes. Uh, doesn't have that physical structure in place. So you, yeah. And yeah. that's quite good for pop-up centres as well, isn't it? So, Or centres where you've got certain capacity but has the ability to span out for yes. examination. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. a laptop with screen yeah. you know, equals a nice pop-up centre. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously, you know, we talk about it being part of the SPAS community. Those who don't know about the SPAS community, um, basically everyone who is using the SPAS uh, platform, we consider to be part of the SPAS community. Um, we like to share and engage and, it's, uh, and collaborate. And we've got a lot of people who work together on feature developments and services. Um, but you know, if you're not part of that and you are still interested in uh, these guys' services, then uh, please do you know, get in contact. And there's a particular area which we'll come into later, which is for those who haven't quite made it into the on-screen testing world, you might be something you might be really quite interested in. Um, so we've got uh, test center display. So it's a partner network, isn't it? So mm -hmm. you're, you're working very closely with multiple partners as part of it. Uh, we've seen some incredible volume increases, um, mm -hmm. and some good-looking volumes for for this year as well mm -hmm. in the forecast. Mm -hmm. um, and like I say, it's one of the largest center networks. Uh, in the UK, um, so uh, and that's all managed through BTR, isn't it? So yes. you know, just talk us through that the importance of that, really. You know, this kind of contract management. You know, does it particularly with online invigilation when you've, we've got these multiple organisations mm -hmm. popping up? Have we seen people expressing an interest in us because we manage? everything for them has that been a significant part I, I think yeah, yeah. I, absolutely because I mean I think the key thing is is um, you know we can work with our customers and obviously source locations that we may not have but I think the key is is we can make it quite a smooth well we can make it a very smooth process um, for the customers and the candidates and that's mm. that's our focus basically I think quality with regards to the actual environment where um, candidates will be taking the exams to actually how the exams are offered so um, you know we can take care of all the training for the invigilation staff at our test centers yep. which is very important to us um, we can on exam day itself we are monitoring exactly what's happen happening at every single centre, be it UK or globally, our team are there accessing the sort of um, all the centres to check that exams have started on time, you know. And so it's it's it just allows the customer to know that everything is taken care of mm. and, and they don't need to be concerned on exam day really. And in the, sorry, in addition to that, any invigilation <coughs> used um, for online remote proctoring, how we want to call it, um, they're all trained to to any specific requirements. Set, you know, agreed by the customer. Yeah. Um, you know, there are standards that we make sure that they're trained to. And I suppose, in a way, you don't go in with a tailored uh, kind of, no, this is how we do it in terms of um, security checks. And, you know, this isn't, the, everyone has their own personal flow 
Yes. So what is acceptable? What isn't acceptable? The IDs that are acceptable. Mm-hmm. You, you, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. we work with customers and we can we have standard sort of training documentation and process documentation, but we're very happy to adapt that to yeah. what is required for different exams, no problem at all. And a lot mm. of people do follow, kind of loosely follow the uh, ICU guidelines from JCQ as being the mm. kind of standard then, but you know, some people do have variations on that to, to suit their, their candidate needs. You know? um, so it's, it's important to know that there is that flexibility. So is it fair to say that someone could just turn up to you guys and say, Right, the, I want to deliver in these regions, uh, deliver my examination, build it to pass. Um, you know, can you help me facilitate yeah. that? And you would go away and, and, mm-hmm. and work that out for them. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and it starts from centre recruitment, then looking at the bookings required, um, working with our centres to make sure that there is availability. And it, it's, it's just a full process. And then the key thing, as we've said, is training staff, um, you know, and technical testing as well that Sam's mentioned previously. Yeah. It's important that, that those things work, aren't they? Yes. So, so we've <laughs> talked um, about the kind of um, test centre network. I've mm-hmm. got one quick question I'm going to ask you before we just go into online invigilation. Okay. Please do uh, tell me your views on uh, online invigilation and remote proctoring. Um, I'm uh, keen to know as a, as a mountain, <laughs> so, um, so am I. Also, when you do, yeah. tell me where you're from, because I'm intrigued to know if is it just the UK audience that think about online invigilation? You know, uh, is it Americans or is there a, you know European community that think about remote proctoring? So tell me about that. I've got a quick question for you. Do you deliver to secondary schools? That's from Gareth. That's oh, a good question. Yeah, it is right. a good question. Um, the, th- not, not, the thing not, that stood not, out to me, well, the, the thing that stood out to me, and, and I'm glad Gareth asked this, because I was thinking the other day, you know, within schools, you know, you've got exam officers and you know, there's an infrastructure in place there. But mm. it might be that some schools or uh, organisations need that additional support as part mm-hmm. of that network, isn't it? So, mm, absolutely. So, yeah. So, just, yeah. yeah, we've got, yeah. Gareth, we've got point. your details. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might inquire a little bit more about that one. So whether you're offering your, your services <laughs> or uh, that's something you could help with, I think that's a good point. Um, okay, so online invigilation. Just give okay. me a, a bit of a kind of, what is online invigilation? So online invigilation is, um, it's an additional service we offer now. Um, so it offers flexibility to candidates, um, obviously especially those, as we discussed, in remote areas that find it difficult to get to physical centre. Um, it's sort of online software, it has three sort of streams of recording. So we have three elements. So we've got screen share, um, we've got a webcam, mobile view, and that's sort of towards the security of the exam. Um, and it monitors any potential malpractice that might take place. Um, there's two ways of invigilation. So we have what called live invigilation or record and review. So live invigilation um, is where they are literally watched live. Um, we work again with customer that if any potential incidents might take place, it's we work with customers that if they want the candidate to be warned about that, but we always make sure that that's noted in what we call a violation report. Um, and then record and review is, it's not a live um, record as such, but it's reviewed afterwards by our um, reviews that we have on board with us, um, and they note down any incidents that take place, and that's then sort of forwarded to the customer um, to then make a decision on how they deal with that. A report is is provided, and if you know we, we what we call a rag status, so if anything's read, um, which is sort of serious malpractice, 
then um, you, as a customer, has access to review the footage and make that final decision yourself. Okay, so mm. so, right, so we've got a little video to, to kind of go yes. through. So this this will kind of help uh, just kind of reaffirm some of those points that uh, someone's making. So it is about in your own environment, you know, for mm -hmm. the candidate. So uh, and obviously that needs to be a suitable environment with internet connectivity, but it can be home, uh, it can be in the workplace. Workplace is probably one of the preferable ones. Um, there are a series of ID checks uh, which are undertaken because uh, it's important to verify the candidate's uh, information. Now, obviously, you know, verifying the information it relies on you know the centre or the, the, the awarding organisation knowing the candidate in the first place. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, the, there's a there's a degree of flexibility in that, but um, you know, it, it can be as simple as, as holding an ID up to uh, up to the camera for that to be recorded, and that is attached to the the recording file and the audit file. Um, now, also, you mentioned about you know, multiple cameras. Mm -hmm. What's unique about the uh, our product is the, the idea of this having this uh, using the smartphone. So you sync the smartphone with your the exam experience, and then you can then use that both for checking the environment because the environment checks are quite important as part of the examination process. You need to make sure that you know, there are no secret pieces of paper hidden away or answers on the wall, uh, and there's no people sat in the room. And I must admit, when I've been trying this, it's a lot easier to do this with uh, the camera because you know if you're relying on the webcam on the uh, device to do these security checks that can be quite a, a cumbersome affair especially you know putting a, a, web, a laptop against your ear to, to check in. <laughs> the reason why they do that is so that they can check for ear pods and listening devices as someone's talking through the examination um, and then the camera is then used as a this the kind of second camera room so um, you know, you've got the webcam of a candidate that's just showing them the um, smartphone is then capturing the examination and they can continue with that examination with um, multiple kind of views of the exam experience. So that's me in a nutshell, just kind of running you through that. Um, we'll have a look at it in a little bit more detail. But you know, what have, what have we? To what extent have we delivered online invigilation exams so far through this this process? So this initially um, happened last year with a, a current customer called ACT. Um, so to date, we've delivered four large, very large exam sessions successfully. Um, we've got their upcoming, very la their largest ever um, in April. Um, and then we've also got um, very quite a few, several um, pilots coming on board. Um, so they might include customers that currently use the test centre network. And in addition to that, new ones um, that they sort of want to just tailor to the online invigilation service that we offer. And I think with with this customer it's helped them extend their offering to a global yeah. audience it has you know so they can you know some of their customers had to travel long distances to yeah. get to a test center so it's been a great advantage for them yeah it's been a really good a way of kind of winding down to a little bit hasn't it um I and mean, there's a number of pilots going on with other customers mm -hmm. as well so that's all some um, some good building uh, activity in this and um, there's going to be an article coming out soon uh, where Janet from uh, ACT talks about uh, that's the uh, Association Accounting uh, Association of Corporate, Corporate Treasurers. Treasurers. Sorry, yeah. apologies. Um, uh, there's too many acronyms in this business. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, Janet's going to be talking about uh, their experiences and, and what they've learned so far. So it's worth uh, worth having a read of that. And if you do get to the assessment question, then please do get along to that um, uh, session. Uh, what I noted when I was talking through with one of the solutions guys here was that how our approach to um, all the communication coming from ACT. So it's not like they're being hit by 
another provider with another piece of, you know, we, we've tried mm. to be sensitive to the candidate about mm-hmm. information mm. and instructions coming from the awarding organisation. Mm-hmm, yes. And that is something we can uh, mm-hmm. kind of accommodate because you don't want, you know, suddenly this, you know, funky company sending you lots of emails about an important examination that you've never heard of. Mm. You know, yeah. SPAS is obviously well known within the assessment community, but the candidates themselves, you know, yeah. they, they, all they know is the awarding organisation. Um, so what have we learned from the candidates' feedback so far? What, what kind of experience have we had with that? Yeah. <laughs> We've seen some sites. <laughs> um, Keep <so>. it clean. <laughs> <laughs> candidates in pyjamas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're comfortable. Well, yeah. well we, we do be comfy. Yeah, we yeah, do be comfortable. <laughs> I mean, I think as a whole, um, they... I think the experience, um, you know, you often think, well, they feel like someone's like looking at them. But Mm -hmm. I think from the feedback we've received, they kind of just forget that in their eyes. They're sitting there, they're focusing, they're doing their exam. Um, And they just quite like that. Yep, here it is. I can do it. And they're not actually that put off. I think you soon, once you're doing the Mm. exam, you kind of forget forget. that you're being watched, really. So, um, which is, which is good. I heard one about a cleaner walking in on the examination. Um, (laughs) It's quite funny. And I suppose that's with the live and recorded review, there's the opportunity that if something like that does happen, then the live situation and the the live invigilator could, could just query that just to make sure it wasn't Mm -hmm. kind of a cheating episode. But from the, because it was the footage that I'd seen for that. Mm. Yeah, even the record and review footage was. It was quite clear that you know someone was going yeah. to clean the bin. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, we've had, and we, we've been talking about. Um, I know because obviously we tried to support us about the marketing effort. Because um, people have been balancing their smartphones, you know, not everyone's got. Oh, I know, oh, on so. books, on pillows, yeah. and yeah. Um, and sometimes not being very successful. It's taken a while for them to get it set up. So, but yeah. we, the idea we've we've come up with is a little a four, uh, kind of card, postable card stand, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, obviously, a nice addition to that is you can put instructions on it to help the candidates. Part <laughs> yes. <of the> <laughs> even even I think this is a genius idea. A, little, <laughs> a door hanger to go, but like you get in hotels, you can put on saying "Do not disturb." Exactly. Yeah. No more cleaners. So, <laughs> no more cleaners. Um, we've got a few questions for you, uh, okay. which is always good. Um, so Daniel asks, uh, do you deliver invigilation exam services to medical facilities uh, such as hospitals? So this could be something they could do. Absolutely, yeah. 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 So Daniel will be in touch with that one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I suppose it's um, it's all about having the internet connectivity. It yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Um, as long, yeah, as long as the facilities meet the, meet the specifications really in the offering, then mm. then that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we have a computer. Um, so this is from Laura. Uh, we have a computer facility where students are seated very close uh, together, which mm. is obviously a mm-hmm. bit of a thing from learning environments. Mm-hmm. You, you want them to interact. Uh, they would only need to avert their gaze to see uh, the next screen. Would uh, live invigilation be suitable for that? I suppose it, it wouldn't. It would, it would capture them looking, wouldn't it? Well, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it would. And I think if there's a lot of, of that sort of going on, I think that would be highlighted to the candidate. That would be yeah. one of, sort of what we call the violations um, that would be listed. And but, so, but but I think yeah, as as, yeah. as you mentioned, you know, that one of the things when you are reviewing is um, you do actually notice mm. um, when someone is looking yeah. in a certain direction so it would probably get flagged up a lot easier because <laughs> that's particularly from the recording review because that's played back at a slightly higher speed isn't it yes and um, I, 
I always talk about the film Hunt for October where they were detecting the Russian sub. Sorry, <laughs> tangent here. Um, but if you listen back at the, uh, you know, it's, it's not a whale noise, it's a mechanical noise. But the, uh, sorry, the, uh, the code and review, you know, by that, having that repetition, yes. you can see that someone is doing something on a yes. regular basis. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so that's uh, a good question. So I suppose also the pop up cards might help with that situation more as well. So yeah. um, if, you, if you are interested in. Um, uh, having some of those uh, screens. There is also, I know in the, the kind of HR teams here have those uh, 3M uh, screen diffuser uh, things as well. Obviously. Yeah, you can get those yeah. as yeah. well. They're not too cheap though, I don't no. think. No. no. I've, no. I have looked into that mm. as, a, as an option as a giveaway product and uh, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> but they're, it, they're yeah. not cheap. But they're, they're it's another nice, option, obviously. yeah. Um, okay, so um, so what do you think the benefits are of online invigilation then? What, Mm. Oh, lots. <laughs> um, I think um, I think well the benefits really are um, it's a cost effective yes. for, for customers yes and, you know there's not sort of test center cost um, more I think more flexibility yeah. um, for customers it, it can provide a really great 24-hour on-demand model um, which obviously test centers are open 24 hours um, it's sort of more comfortable for the candidate you know, their experience um, either in the workplace or at home. Well, it's so. less time away from it to, to it escape, is. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think that's, that's often quite difficult if someone is in the workplace and just to take the time out, you know, yeah. to get yourself to a centre. Mm -hmm. You can be like a full day out of the office, whereas yeah. if you were able to do it remotely, mm -hmm. then you could yeah. just say, I'm doing this exam for two and a half hours yeah. and go into another room and then you're back to work. So. And the other thing is when you go to a, you know, and it, an environment that's foreign to you in terms of you know, examinations and it can be quite daunting if you even a, a slightly different mouse in the way it moves and the speed it, you of know, course. that that's can yeah. off. so yeah. in effect this is bring your own device it isn't is. it? Yes. You know, in a, yeah. an examination setting so yeah. and everyone knows the capabilities of their devices um, if mm -hmm. you know it substantially to be a troublesome then you, you please do go and find another device but, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. it's important that you have a good experience but mm -hmm. uh, so there's some good good benefits anything else which, which kind of stands out to you in terms of uh, benefits of online invigilated examinations well obviously we've mentioned as well the reach that it can um, mm -hmm. can give as you know that is key really and that's um, been one of the big draws hasn't it it has yeah. absolutely mm -hmm. I know there was a case where um, some people were trying to delay examinations in North Korea now I know things have eased off a little bit there for the, for the moment, but it's still an awkward place to mm. get invigilation staff in. And also you've got that trust element. I'm not mm. saying that North Korea mm. is untrustworthy, but there are places around the world where you can't necessarily guarantee that you're going to get high-quality uh, kind of staff, particularly mm. in training centres where you've got that mix of someone who's delivering the training course and is doing the invigilation. So you know, just to have that additional option of, of putting the candidate in an online invigilated mm -hmm. examination... Mm -hmm. It's a perfect kind of step yeah, towards absolutely. giving yourself a bit more uh, kind of trust. Um, so just on that security side of things, um, let's just should we just talk through the kind of mm -hmm. you know, that, that, yeah. it's always a question that people have about online invigilation. You know, how secure is it? Can we trust it, um, etc. So I suppose in a way, a kind of traditional, you know, some of the early products that came to market around um, online invigilation were just basically it's almost like Skype, wasn't it? It was just mm -hmm. a webcam. Uh, approach um, with our solution you've now got this second camera looking across the room uh, as part of it so you've got that additional 
uh, uh, I within the examination, mm-hmm. which I th- I was also thinking was quite good for um, if someone wasn't cheating, but you know it wasn't obvious from that one camera view, then you've got the reassurance, yeah, and, and it's yeah, fairer yeah, then, isn't it, for the candidate? Yeah, no, completely. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the content itself. You can see you know what it is they're inter- interacting okay. with, um, and then over the top of that audio, we're capturing and listening to the audio mm-hmm, that's coming mm-hmm. in the room, so you can detect if there's. Any talking, any talking, mm-hmm. chatting, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. any kind of noise. Um, there's the support of the the chat with the uh, the, the monitor, the, the invigilator, isn't there? Yes. Um, you, you mentioned earlier about the triggering that chat. Even if mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so right, if it, if it's a recording review um, <clears throat> exam taking place and somebody, for example, did start to get connection issues, um, the chat people, the chat support will sort of move that onto what they call a live session. So it won't be recording review anymore. They will go live with that, that client, that candidate, um, to make sure that they can get their exam up and working or if they've got any any other issues with, you know, that they're, they're worried about. Yeah. Um, the only um, it, one they, they won't sort of help them with is any exam content yeah. or the format of the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as that is in the test centre network. Yeah, um, as it, as it yeah. is everywhere else. Isn't it? And it, it's Definitely. nice to have that support there, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. yeah, invariably there'll be something, even if you, just reassurance um, to know that everything is operating exactly. correctly, it's, it's, it's good for the company. Some people just need that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, Storage-wise, you know, mm-hmm. what's nice about the process um, is that all the information is captured, so as part of the examination, all the recordings are captured and can review back at any time mm-hmm. as part of it. Even which, live. Yeah, yeah. so it's, yeah. it's handy for that um, quality checking, quality reassurance, and I suppose it gives everyone the reassurance that there is some evidence out there, you know, either way, if there was, uh, if there was an issue. And I suppose uh, independence and the fact that you're using our network and you know, your um, uh, experienced uh, partner structure um, gives the reassurance that there isn't that collusion between the trainer and mm-hmm, the candidate yeah. in the examination. Because um, uh, even even a, a subconscious observation of an examination is going to influence your teaching um, and therefore influence the results, doesn't it, going mm, forward? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that could actually be counterintuitive because if it's if it's a, an adaptive test, it, it might not actually help at all. Mm. And it could end up giving wrong information. Um, I, the risks... Yeah, there are risks um, with all examination delivery, and it, what method and approach you take really depends on um, your situation and your uh, qualification of those risks and what you're prepared to accept. I think we've seen some very recent um, uh, articles and experiences, particularly in America, with the uh, College Board uh, scam that's been going on at the moment, uh, where people have been paying, I think, paying in, uh, invigilators mm. to. Uh, as a part of the examination process, and that's quite part of a wider um, issue with college admissions. Um, and then I think there was an article yesterday or so where um, kids were actively coached during the SAT tests uh, in primary schools. Um, uh, unfortunately for the school, um, particularly the lads seemed to come out and shout around the school, the playground, they, they helped us cheat, they helped us cheat. So um, <laughs> you don't get much of that going on. Um, but, you know, it's all about how you manage that risk, yeah. isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah. And over and above, you know, we've talked about online invigilation. Pass obviously has some additional features within it that can help. So um, if you have a fixed form uh, test, then obviously that's probably the, the, the hardest or the, the, probably the least secure because all the items are in the same format and the order. What you can do is spin that up a little bit by reordering the 
uh, questions. I know some psychometricians don't like the idea of even reordering questions in the test, <laughs> but I think you have to take some steps towards this. Um, and then there's reordering the randomly the uh, answer options within the actual questions themselves. If you've got a bigger uh, item bank, then obviously you can have multiple fixed forms, and there are um, uh, reports and services within Interpass that can help you balance out those uh, result, results and uh, scale scoring and things like that. So you, you've got that consistency across uh, the, the cohort, even though people have been taking different tests. If you've got even more items, then you can go down the route of linear on the fly testing or loft. Um, and if you want to get really uh, spectacular and funky, then please do talk to us about adaptive testing, which gives you really kind of personalized uh, adaptive routes, uh, which uh, a recent ATP uh, session I attended where they talked about cheating <laughs> examinations, um, you know, that really does um, start to get quite interesting in terms of uh, stopping the candidate from uh, from cheating. So there's some good measures in there. Um, we mentioned that there's two types that go on, really. We mentioned the, the idea of um, malpractice during the examination, so someone actually cheating, but there's also uh, the idea of item harvesting, which people need to be aware of. People are out there gathering questions so that they can use that as part of the information uh, process. And that, um, I do remember seeing quite an interesting video by one of our customers uh, where someone had recorded, uh, this is their previous exam experience, the exam had been recorded and then was available on YouTube. Um, not This was, wasn't, wasn't in surpass, I'm going to put that out there. Um, and they put it on YouTube but put classical music over the top of it and they, all the questions so you could scroll through and listen to classical music as part of it, which I thought was delightful. <laughs> yes. um, we've got a couple of questions uh, Come in, so um, there's a question from uh, Shane about uh, language support within Surpass. Um, now, I know within Surpass itself, we've got uh, quite a substantial amount of languages that are supported, and there are some additional language uh, support options within the online invigilation uh, item as well. But, uh, Shane, I think what I'll do is I'll contact you directly about that if that's okay. Uh, so, there, there are lots. I'd like to be interested to know which languages you're particularly after so we can uh, see if we can support that. Um, what is your experience with uh, SEND students? So this is from Andrew. I know this is a topic that's very close to Andrew's heart. Now, the examinations that we've delivered so far with ACT and online invigilation has yeah. been to a particular audience, but mm -hmm. uh, I know, Andrew, we've been doing some working and we've seen at the recent SPAS conference all the work we've done around uh, 508 compliance. So a lot of that is down to how you build a test because you know, making it uh, suitable for special educational needs and disabilities isn't just about the platform is also about the items as well. So um, our accessibility team is something that could actually support and help with that. So if anyone is out there with certain accessibility needs, then please do get in contact with us because we can put you in touch with our dedicated team that works on that. Um, so one, one last question off the board here. So um, how, uh, how do you prevent uh, malpractice in remote invigilated exams versus traditional invigilated examinations? Um, is there any uh, uh, substantial evidence to support uh, this conclusion that um, things are more secure or equally secure? So that's from Daniel. Um, I suppose evidence-wise, it's still a growing area, isn't it? Mm, it is. Yeah, and there are. Uh, I'm, I manage the special interest group for the e Assessment Association on remote proctoring, and to date, at the moment, there's like 25 companies out there providing remote proctoring services um, and I'd like to see a bit more evidence coming through but um, I suppose for our experiences it's getting involved in pilots are, are an important part of the process aren't they so um, I think the in terms of the evidence Daniel uh, it's still the jury's still out in terms of nobody's really done any massive fact-finding tours although 
it has been a big thing in America for a while, so um, that's a good place to start looking for for the evidence. Um, the what about those people who are kind of not quite ready for on-screen testings? We've talked about adaptive, we've talked about these funky forms of uh, <laughs> delivering online invigilation. What about if you're still using paper? What can we do to help you there? <laughs> well, actually, we are currently in the process um, of working with a customer um, to deliver our first managed um, paper based exam, exam session. session. Yeah, <laughs> um, there is multiple examples to managing that one session, and yes. you know, it's you know, as I said earlier, it's just it is a challenge. Um, it's new to us, but as I said, we're adapting our processes to best serve that, you know, mm -hmm. and yeah. to meet all the requirements that are, are needed for it. Yeah. So paper's not dead yet, is it? In the Absolutely not. No, I no, think, no. I, 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 there's no stats for me to call on this, but you yeah. know, I would say probably, you know, still talking 50%, if not more, of the examinations around the world are on mm -hmm. paper, aren't they? Mm -hmm. um, and paper, you know, if you get a hold of a copy of it, you know, teacher observes it, you, that, as soon as that paper's been printed and put in front of a candidate, then it could be considered to be... Um, um, yeah. Exposed, in a way, yeah. isn't it? yes. but it's still an, 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 yeah. a requirement of examinations. Yeah, and I, I think we found it quite interesting because, in respect of venues um, to to hold for the paper examinations, we've actually been sourcing different types of venues to perhaps what we'd use for e assessments. So it is more open yeah. space, chairs and tables, and yeah. so it's kind of opened our eyes to other options of venues as well. So it's been quite yeah. quite interesting. And I suppose one step, because one beautiful thing about SPAS, and you know, I work for BTL and SPAS is our you know, beautiful <laughs> product, so I'm going to say this, is that you know, if you do start authoring your tests, um, you can create your tests for paper-based delivery as well as on screen. So you could you mm -hmm. know, start down the route of you yeah. know, the vast majority yeah. of it being paper-based, yeah. mm -hmm. work with you guys to help you facilitate that independent mm -hmm. paper-based testing. Because I, I suppose that's a step up from having your training centres delivering and managing mm -hmm. the, the examinations, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so by turning it a little bit you know, to an independent provider like us uh, to do that, um, and then you could start trialling uh, you know, some of those tests being delivered through on-screen environment so you're know, using either your the network or you know whatever the structure of the examination or mm -hmm. online invigilation so there is some steps that you can make towards that isn't yeah there? And, so. it, and it's quite interesting our, 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 cust our current customer at the moment is kind of doing a mix aren't they, they? Are. So, yeah, yeah um, they do of both yeah. for Andrew just makes a, a quite interesting point on the uh, chat here that um, invigilation budgets are being cut left right and center so mm. um, you know any I think there's an opportunity, a real opportunity, where technology can step in um, to help and support mm -hmm. the um, the examination okay. process to mm -hmm. keep it robust, keep it reliable, keep it independent, keep it secure. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's no reason why you can't have you know, an invigilated mass exam mm -hmm. you know, using online yeah. you know, online yeah, invigilation solutions. Yeah. And one of the questions I have been asked quite often is. Can I, you know, still do any format of exam in, you know, remote vigilation? Can I have rest breaks? Can we have additional time? Can we have our stop the clock function yeah. in the mm -hmm. schedule base? Yes, whatever you can have in a, a test centre network yeah. um, based exam, you can have online vigilation as well. And it's, that's a really interesting point because that's something that cropped up at the uh, the e Assessment Association uh, Special Interest Group decision we, uh, discussion we did on this was how do we, everyone's kind of a little bit hung up on, on mm. toilet breaks. Ah. Um, 
And okay. yeah, mm. it's still it's a it's still it's a different risk, isn't it? It is completely. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I suppose mm. one approach to that is to you know let's start really thinking about how we turn examinations on their head so that it's not just the knowledge recall mm. exercise. You know, I don't know if you've seen some of you have seen some of the examinations that we deliver. A simulation, so they've kind of performance-based things. So people are, are actively problem-solving within the examination. So it kind of doesn't matter that mm. you leave the rule room, go and look at you know look at a book. I'm not saying that it's the, the case, but you know it, it, when you come back to the examination, it's still reliant on you actually solving a problem. So mm-hmm. the, the more we can take people away from that kind of traditional mindset, move people away from paper where you can't do some of these things. Um, but and provide them with adaptive problem-solving um, examinations, yeah. and that's something we're, we're really trying to push here. So, um, yeah, I like to think we've got an excellent service that can cover every angle. We can cover mm. paper if you mm-hmm. if you need that. Yeah. We've got you know that mm-hmm. traditional test centre network set up. If you want to start looking at online invigilation or remote proctoring, which I've not had a. Um, uh, a kind of definitive result from it, so I'm disappointed. Um, and then you've got the next steps around adaptive, and that's actually going to form uh, part of our, one of our next webinars that's coming up in May. So please do stay and tune out to that. We'll look at more of adaptive as well. So for now, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for all your fantastic questions. We've had some really good questions come through today, and really appreciate it. Thank you to my guests, Thank uh, you. Karen and Sam. Thank you. Um, if you have more questions for Karen and Sam, their email address is on screen. Uh, you can also contact uh, the marketing team, marketing at btl.com, uh, or go through all the usual social media channels. Um, we really do uh, want to hear your views and thoughts and reflections on this. Uh, lots of questions for us to come back on. Um, and if we don't see you soon, hopefully see you at one of these events coming up soon. So uh, take care and thank you for watching. Thank, thank you. you.